0: The weather is utter chaos. The unlocking of lockdown has been delayed. England drew nil-nil with Scotland in the soccer, and last night was the first night I slept for more than five hours in weeks. It's Saturday, I'm Paul, and this is the Mastering Portrait Photography Podcast. Well, it's been a couple of weeks of mayhem. We were ticking along quite nicely, but suddenly, well, suddenly, frankly, it's gone nuts. So what's been going on in the past few weeks? Well, we've had a couple of wedding pitches, which is always lovely. It's great to see weddings booking back into the diary. We've won both of them, and they're both for, funnily enough, this year. So just at the point when we thought uh, this year was already full. No, we've got a couple more in the diary. Uh, I've shot a couple of weddings this week, both at Le Manoir. Uh, Just absolutely beautiful. It was roasting. The weather's just been unbelievable up until the past couple of days. I took a photograph of all of the guests, and this is so very British. The sun was so warm that all of the guests were stood sheltering in the shade of the trees. I mean, we're so like that in Britain. If you go to the beach, everyone strips off, gets completely sunburnt, but go to an event, everyone's in the shade. We do like it, tepid, unless we're on holiday. Um, but things are just really, really busy. Um, Next few weeks, we've got a couple of weddings coming up, but I have to be honest, with the changes in the lockdown rules, we're not entirely certain how that is going to play out. I'm waiting for our lovely clients to let us know what changes they're going to make, whether they're going to move the dates or whether they're going to bring the numbers down to be within the government figures. Uh, a couple of dozen, sorry, a dozen or so portrait shoots would just been lovely. It's so nice that the uh, studio is buzzing once again with the sounds of families and people coming to have their photographs taken. Uh, a couple of headshots, show, headshot, I can't even say it, a couple of headshot sessions. Uh, I love our headshots. I've said this over and over and over. I love a headshot. I think taking headshots is sort of the most pure form uh, of portrait photography in so many ways. Uh, that old thing—the Mona Lisa—is ultimately a headshot. That could be her LinkedIn profile or her Zoom profile image. Uh, should the Mona Lisa needed one, I guess. Uh, we also did a last-minute, when I say last-minute, commercial shoot uh, for a long-standing client. I, th- I actually—I'd been telling everyone all week up until last Saturday, even at the wedding, I was laughing with people, that on the Sunday was my day off. I was going to have a day where I lit the barbecue first thing in the morning, kept it lit, cooked bacon for breakfast, something for lunch, and then burgers and stuff uh, for evening dinner. In the end, a text that arrived at 7.30 in the morning on Sunday morning uh, changed all that, asking me if I could go and spend the day up in Warwick photographing for a hair salon and the problem with that is on Monday that's my catch-up day that makes sure my Mondays make sure that everything else can run uh, smoothly for the rest of the week and given I had to give up my Monday which is when I was going to do that it meant that Sunday I had to come into the studio now I love being in the studio but I really had set my heart on a day off Uh, so I got bits of it Uh, we had a bacon sandwich for lunch it was very lovely And in the evening, myself and Sarah, Sarah prepared this beautiful chicken. Uh, It's a yogurt coated. So you have a spicy yogurt coating. You put it in the barbecue for a couple of hours and it's just beautiful. So we lifted or I lifted it out the barbecue, uh, put it onto a, onto a board, let it rest. Then I sliced it, carved it, and it just looked and smelt. Amazing. Covered it in foil. Took the carcass, the remains of the carcass, back in to go and put it into the uh, food bin. And as I did so, Sarah said, Where's the dog? And I'm like, oh, he's outside. With the chicken, right? Oh, you're kidding me. Ran back outside, and sure enough, the chicken no longer had the foil on it. The chicken had a dog's nose in it. Uh, Both the chicken breasts were now gone. And myself and Sarah spent the next couple of hours variously glaring at the dog and eating chicken legs and chicken wings as our roast dinner. It took us two days to speak to him again, the little sod, and he knew as well. He knew. The minute he caught my eye, he knew. Uh, Had a handful of reveals, on a better note, had a handful of reveals this week. Uh, There's always a little bit of a delay, so when we're really, really busy, of course, in two weeks or in three weeks' time, then we're going to be incredibly busy with the reveals, trying to get on top of those. Uh, The queue of retouching and prep and right now, it feels never-ending. That said, it's what every studio dreams of, is to be busy. It's just that I think, whether I, whether it's just that I've got used to it being not quite so busy, uh, or whether the nice weather is just making me wish that I was outside, uh, I don't know. But certainly, I've been in here until 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, midnight, 1 o'clock, a couple of evenings, trying to get on top of the backlog It's just been a lot of stuff going through uh, and a lot of retouching to do. So uh, there's a lot of that going on, but we have had just the loveliest people. And even this morning, the loveliest family has been in for a reveal. And I I mean, I know this sounds like a cliche, but honestly, I really love our client base. They seem to be made up of the nicest possible people. Uh, Clever, smart, funny And uh, just have had a ball photographing them. And then, uh, as we were this morning, myself and Sarah showing them their images. What else happened this week? Well, I've got some new glasses. (laughs) Which uh, My eyesight, I went for a test. My eyesight hasn't changed that much. But I've had a real problem with retouching in that the distance from where I sit to my 27 inch iMac screen and the uh, the various other screens around me, I just couldn't get anything in focus. And so <laughs> I measured, I measured the distance from my eye to the screen, went for an eye test because that's the only way of doing it and asked the uh, shop to create me some occupational glasses, which means they're basically very focals, but short distance uh to to build these glasses to suit the range that I typically sit at so I have some new glasses to add to the other pairs that I have I think I've got six pairs now um and it's made all the difference everything is sharp at 77 centimeters distance it's 77 centimeters from where I sit to the screen in front of me and it now means I can retouch without having to lean right in uh, over the top of my Cintiq and right into the uh, iMac screen. Uh, So that's all good. So all in all, things are energised. Things are looking really positive. I think it's going to be an interesting year as things settle down, uh, as people work out whether they're better off or worse off, whether they can go on holiday or whether they can't go on holiday. I have no idea quite how this is going to map out. But right now, I'm very happy that we are running at absolutely at capacity. We're now booking out, I think we're seven or eight weeks out into the future for our weekend dates, uh, which is a lovely, lovely position to be in, if slightly exhausting. I was very, very pleased. To get a full whatever, I got eight hours. I think last night it was just heaven. <laughs> it helped, I think. That it was a little bit cooler, and we could keep the windows closed because a few nights it's been so hot we've had the windows open. And then at three a.m., at three a.m., all you can hear is the sound of the dawn chorus. And while the dawn chorus is a very poetic and mysterious and romantic thing, trust me, uh, <laughs> I was not happy to be woken up at that town at that time rather. Okay, so on to a little bit of uh, sponsorship news. This episode, once more, is sponsored by Panasonic Eneloop Pro batteries. And in my hands, they very kindly, Panasonic very kindly, as part of the sponsorship, sent me uh, not only a set of uh, rechargeable batteries, but a charger to go with it. Now, I don't know if you can hear this on on the microphone. That's me dropping... That's me dropping the batteries in and out of the charger. So in my hands, I have a Panasonic BQCC65 uh, that they very kindly sent me, along with some Eneloop Pro batteries in it. It's quite boxy. I don't think it's going to win any awards for its design, its exterior design, necessarily. Uh, but it fits quite well on the shelf with all my other chargers and bits and pieces for the cameras I quite like the fact that it's on a cable rather than uh, plugged straight into the wall, which means I can uh, sit it in amongst all of the other chargers. In our studio, all of our chargers, uh, we've got Velcro. I've taped lots of Velcro. The soft Velcro is on the shelves, and then uh, the hooky Velcro is uh, all over the backs of most of my chargers, so that uh, they all just sit tight on the shelves when I cable them up they don't move around they're all in order and this unit sits really well in amongst it it's not the prettiest unit but it is incredibly functional I do love uh, a blue LED display or blue LCD backed uh, display so when the power's on this thing looks really cool it's got all the functions you'd expect Uh, you can refresh your batteries you just hold down the refresh button there are three buttons on the front of the charger refresh display and the USB out button Uh, so you can change modes You can refresh your batteries, Uh, you can change the display, whether it's the amount of charge on each battery or the amount of time uh, remaining. Uh, You can hit the USB out button. There's a USB socket on the side of the unit, which allows you to plug this thing straight out. It becomes a USB charger effectively. Um, What I do like, and there's lots of little things I like about it, the fact that it's quite quick. So uh, four batteries in four hours, two batteries in two hours, pretty quick for two and a half thousand uh, milliamp hours. Uh, One of the things I do like is that uh, you can't see this, of course, I'm describing it, is you can get the batteries in and out really easily. I've got a couple of charges, some older charges uh, kicking around where you can't get the batteries in and you can't get the batteries out. Once they're in, they're fine. Once they're out, they're fine. Uh, But it feels like you have to have really long fingernails uh, to get them in and out. This doesn't have that problem. The batteries go in really easily. And of course, one thing that I really, really like is you can charge each battery individually. Uh, It has four separate slots. You can charge AAs or AAAs and you can charge them individually unlike the usual where they're either paired or all four. So I absolutely love that. Uh, Very kind of uh, Panasonic to sponsor these episodes. It's always useful. It's always nice (laughs) to have some help. Uh, And as part of that, they sent me this charge and some batteries. And like I've said in previous podcasts, uh, we've enjoyed the batteries so much. I actually did go out uh, and buy some additional ones so that the little recorder that I'm recording this podcast on has got a full set of eight so all in all uh highly recommended um there's these eneloop pro batteries from panasonic the charger very utility charger but it's quick it has some really nice functions on it and uh really usefully it lets you charge each individual battery so thank you to panasonic for sponsoring this episode So on to the topic for this week's episode. And it's something that occurred to me this week as I was polishing my shoes to head off to one of the weddings. Now, my dad, when I was young, always taught me about cleaning and polishing my shoes. And I have to admit, as a kid, I hated it. Oh, God, Dad, really? But every Sunday uh, before I went back to school on a Monday, he would have me polishing my Clark's brogues. Now, if you live in the UK... You know what I'm talking about. Clark's shoes. Now, I always wanted really cool shoes like my mate's, but my mum insisted that I had properly measured and properly fitted, (laughs) in other words, boring shoes. And there I was, not only were they boring, and I'd like to wear them scuffed up, but nope. Every Sunday evening, before we went back to school on a Monday morning, I'd be stood out in the garage. Polishing and cleaning my shoes. All I wanted was to wear a pair of Dr. Martins, and here I was with my Clark shoes. No, I'm not knocking Clarks. Clarks have gone on to be pretty funky and pretty trendy, I believe. Uh, but back then, when I was at school, they simply weren't. But it's a habit that has stuck with me, and I still polish my shoes before each and every wedding. And I'm not alone in that. I was once talking to uh, a general manager, actually, of a famous hotel and restaurant. Uh, And he told me about the shoes and the light bulbs. The shoes and the light bulbs are two giveaways, amongst many others, but they're two giveaways for a well-run venue. For instance, blown light bulbs are a complete anathema uh, for a restaurateur or a hotelier. And for a photographer, of course, I spot them uh, because you always have to Photoshop them back in. So if you take a photograph of a bride in a room and one of the bulbs in the chandelier is blown, then I've got to Photoshop in a lit light bulb. And it turns out it's an even bigger anathema to a restaurateur. So I was talking to one general manager. He showed me around He's proudly around this hotel he'd just taken over. I'd been working with him for years, but he was now uh, the general manager of a different hotel. And I happened to go down there. And he showed me around. He showed me the rooms. And in each room, he showed me the bathroom. And I asked him, I said, "Why? said, why do you show me the bathroom? Surely, I mean, I certainly wouldn't photograph the bathroom necessarily. And he said, you can tell a lot about a hotel from a bathroom. And similarly, this general manager I was talking to said, you can tell a lot about a venue, about the shoes. And he proudly showed me. He said, look, look along that row of my front of house guys. And I did. And each of their pairs of shoes were perfectly shined and polished. And it is true. So recently I've noticed one of the managers I do work with, he has a perfect suit, a perfect tie, he has perfect hair and he's a lovely guy and he's really, really good at what he does. But his shoes always look tatty And it's funny the effect that has on me. Uh, I think it's easy. It's easy to dry clean a suit or your clothes or your shirt. It's easy to have a shower. It's easy to have a shave. But keeping your shoes clean takes effort. Having clean and polished shoes says something about you. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the armed forces and the emergency services such as the fire service insist on having pride in having clean shoes. And polished shoes. And I know that because a friend of mine, Steve, in the fire service, he polishes his shoes until they are like mirrors. And <laughs> one day when he was polishing them, I licked my finger and stuck it in the middle of his shiny shoe and he nearly killed me because he'd spent all afternoon getting them to be just right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, I apologise. Uh, but it was quite funny. But it shows that you care. It really is nothing more than than a detail. But that's the point, I think. I think you have to care about the details as a photographer. Uh, The big stuff really is easy. The pictures, the website, the retouching, these are the things that we always talk about and there's a myriad of training courses on them everywhere you look. The pictures, your website, the retouching. Oh my goodness, Google those or stick those into YouTube and you could spend the next year studying videos on them. I think that's what we look at, but pay attention to those little details. The coffee, the tea, no typos in your letters, no chipped mugs and a little handwritten tag maybe on every single frame. It's just like having cleaned and polished shoes. Those tiny little details say quite a lot about you and they certainly say, how much you care. Just a thought. Thank you for listening to the end of the podcast. You clearly have a degree of resilience, patience and remarkably good taste that will stand you well as a photographer. If you are interested in more content dedicated to the art and the business of portrait photography, please head over to masteringportraitphotography.com and if you'd like to get in touch, I can always be reached at paul at paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk Wherever it is that you get your podcasts, please hit that subscribe button so it'll drop right into your device as soon as each and every new episode is published. And please do go on and leave us a review. We would really love to hear from you. Head over to your player of choice and tell us what you think. Genuinely, it really does help. And remember, whatever else, please do be kind to yourself. Take care.